0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: Everybody, welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. I'm Talon Jenkins, joined with our hosts. We have Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer, gentlemen. How the fuck are we doing tonight?
0: You know, I've I've been better to uh pretty shitty days betting wise, but you know we we have another another nine games on Thursday to get to. That so that's that's a great thing about betting hockey.
2: There's always more. Yeah, it's been a mixed bag myself as well. But you know, like I said the last podcast, I'm betting tennis and kicking ass there. So. Uh, <laughs> Even when I have a slow day in hockey, there's there's always other stuff to keep you going.
1: Well, that's exactly it, bud. And what a segue. What's a better place to find that better information to keep you going? Nothing's better than the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Go there. Check it out. Get all the insight when it comes to college hoops, basketball, and the NBA. Uh, uh, NFL playoffs are happening. We got hockey buzzing like always golf's kicking up right around the corner here big tournament starts tomorrow or i guess today at the time of listening uh that's the place to be guys check out the sports gambling podcast network website look at all the picks listen to all the other shows on the network you know and win some fucking good money too while you're at it and of course join the sports gambling podcast network slack channel shout out to all of our pals in the hockey group in the slack channel that place is buzzing it's been buzzing all week long you know, we were firing on Saturday, in all cylinders. My uh, my Ducks face-off bet didn't quite pay off the way I wanted it to, but that's all right. Join the sports gambling podcast network Slack channel for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the uh, NBA gambling podcast too; that they had they had quite a few picks Wednesday night. So definitely go check those guys out. And yeah, join the Slack sg.pn slash Slack. And no, join the hockey gambling podcast to subscribe to us there we're like i said the end of last show we're seeing the growth we're rising up the chart so hop on board you can go to sg.pn slash hockey for apple and sg.pn slash hockey s for spotify follow us there leave us a five-star rating and review and that's where you're going to get the the podcast in, in your feed first
1: beautiful well we'll jump right in here to our uh, last show's mortal locks uh, dogs and totals uh, i'll kick it off here boys for my lock I finally had something to fucking hit and it was goddamn. It was a scary game. But I had the New York Islanders money line against Philadelphia Flyers at minus one twenty five. What did this game go to like a nine ninth round of a shootout or something crazy like that? Like, what the fuck? Uh
0: yeah, nine-round shootouts. The Flyers have not scored a shootout goal in 16 attempts this season. <laughs> right,
1: I, I was not going to lie. I, like, snuck away into, like, our locker room at work, and I had my phone. Cause like, I got to see who fucking wins this game, and I was just getting updates and updates. I'm like, holy shit, there's been 17 shooters and nobody scored a fucking goal. But all right, that one hit for me. Pretty fired up about it. And thank God it did because my other two were nowhere goddamn close. I had Dallas puck line for my dog at plus 100 versus Montreal. They lost. What was it, like five three they lost by two for fuck's sakes i don't even know how that works and then for my total i had nashville vancouver over 5.5 minus 110 a game i was pretty uh or sorry a bet rather I was pretty high on like i said big save dave riddick i thought he's gonna get shelled Thatcher demko's been on a bit of a cold streak lately well of course not they decided to say fuck it it's gonna be an under game so i went out one for two which isn't great but still better than i've been lately
0: yeah, I made the horrible mistake of locking in the Ottawa Senators, even though I did get great value, minus 140 when we recorded. They were up to minus 225 or higher, I think I saw. And and for such a shitty game, there was a shitty game-winning goal. Uh, Jankowski kind of had a breakaway off just like a scrum away from the play. There was no whistle, so it's kind of how it goes there. But I did hit my dog, Canucks, plus 155 at Nashville. Demko got it done, 3-1 win there. And in my total, I had Panthers, Flames over six and a half. Uh, the Flames did their part. They, they scored five. Panthers only put up one, so missed that by half a goal.
2: Yeah, Talon called uh, a goalie game in that one. Get the whole alarm and everything. But uh, there was only one goalie who showed up in that one. <laughs> um, for myself, I kind of piggybacked off Talon's dog there with Dallas, picked in the regulation. That didn't come through because, uh, yeah, the Canadians got – all the luck in that game and the, the stars, they were loosey-goosey. They didn't start trying until they were behind by two goals. Uh, my dog came through, though, Uh the Canes against the Bruins. Won that in the first period, basically, it was 5-1. to one. Um, Yeah, uh, Trocek and Co. were really pissed off, I guess, at Marchand for all the shit that he's been saying, I guess. And uh, the total was the under six. I can't pick an under to save my life, so needless to say, that one lost two goals in the first few minutes. Uh, three to two after two periods. And there was actually a chance. It was still three to two with one minute left, and then fucking Jets scored a scored a goal. At the goalie pulled and uh, went to overtime. Seven goals. R.I.P. Yeah, it's a greasy way to lose one for
1: sure. Joel, how does it uh, how does it feel to kind of be one in three for once? You know, with the
2: rest of us. One and two to be exact. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. You guys actually had a better record with me. With the uh, if you include all the. The, uh, the juice, the vague, whatever you want to call it. sucks. <laughs> well, fuck.
1: We fucking needed it, all right? So that's the best we could do. <laughs> all right, boys. We'll move into some uh, NHL news discussion topics here. Not too much has gone on since last time we talked, but we got a few things. It uh, looks like the NHL has updated their schedule for February. Holy shit. This looks like it's going to be a mess.
0: Yeah, I'm actually just looking at the NHL app now, where they show how many games are on each day. And look, it, they they spread it out pretty well. That there's there's ten games on the 17th, nine on the 15th, four on, on most days. So like it's there's there's not going to be Olympics, so we're not going to have that break, but we're going to have some NHL hockey to talk about. Hopefully, these games are going to be uh be played there.
2: Yeah, they also uh, announced updated uh changes to the testing, so they're not going to test asymptomatic players. Thank God after the All-Star break, so we won't have to scramble for the uh, the old COVID protocol list before every game. You know, it screws everything up. You don't know who's playing, who's not, all that shit. So good for us betters, and uh, good for the league too. So we want to keep postponing these fucking games and let's get them all played. Uh, because, you know, those 82 games are important for our win totals, you know? We want those <laughs> things to come through. We don't want to be pushed. We don't want to have to avoid these bets because uh, I think I'm up on the year if I'm... Uh, uh yeah i think i'm slightly up on the yarn though so hopefully hopefully every game gets played we don't have to worry about that shit
1: just spoken like a true degenerate eh like we got to get these games in <laughs> my fucking total future's gotta hit Gotta boy <laughs> julie i love it um you know what truth be told it seems like they're cramming a lot of, <laughs> cramming a lot of games in here sorry um Keep an eye out, man. You're going to see a lot of backup goalies playing. You're going to see uh, maybe some sloppy play here. Maybe start looking out for a couple over bets, you know. If you got some uh, some little call it from the AHL or something due to injuries, just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. It's uh, You know, I'm sure we've all heard this word later the past couple of years, but it's kind of unprecedented from what we've seen in the NHL in times past here for the month of February. So it'll be fun. Uh, a lot of people might be kind of pissy about that. Speaking of being pissy, Let's jump into uh, a little bit of a kerfuffle, if you will, between Edmonton Oilist star Leon Draisaitl and noted piece of shit, uh, Jim Matheson. Obviously, I'm sure most of you guys have heard it by now. Uh, Jim Matheson was being a total dick and in an interview didn't get an answer to a question that he didn't want. And so he called, asked Dreisaitl, why you're being so pissy. I don't even know where to go from that, boys. What a fucking loser move.
0: Yeah. He asked to like why he's like what he thinks is going wrong. Like Dreisaitl was like, I think we need to do everything better. That That's a, that's a fine answer. Like that's what you want. That's what players are going to say. And like, like press conferences, 99% of the time are, are, Nothing. There may maybe one one or two good quotes out of it, good tidbits here or there, but like it's just reporters getting quotes for their stuff, and like I understand that, but you you can't go back on a player like that. Like like said he gave you the answer. You especially when you're a reporter that has like a track record like that. I guess it's not really to be unexpected, but it's it's just shitty to see someone like that continue to get jobs and continue to get work there because it's just
2: he's not doing his job well. What does he expect Dry to say? Oh my goalie sucks. Get him yeah. on the net. <laughs> just sewer just
1: sewer my teammates, right? Like, oh yeah. can't get a save. Fuck this guy. Like, no.
2: Yeah, he's just getting that that quote. He wants a good spicy quote and then uh that'll just disrupt the locker room further. So, you know, these reporters, these beat guys, they're they don't want the good of the team. They just want their they just want their name on the paper. And uh he got it, unfortunately. Um yeah, but good on Dry not giving shit and just Spitting right back at him
0: That could be something that kind of motivates and brings the Oilers together too, as the, as they're completely struggling. So maybe that's something they can kind of rally around. If that's something to watch out for.
1: I'm sure that loser Matheson will be the first one to take credit for it if it does happen. Right? But, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, I'll give the guy credit. Like, you got to give him credit, like, and respect from a journalist point of view. The fact that he's been doing this for fuck since the '80s, right? He's been covering the Oilers. I'm pretty sure. But like, he lived through the Gretzky days and all that. Yeah, I get it. You have a long tenure. You know, you're in the Hockey Hall of Fame as a journalist, I believe, or something like that. It doesn't give you a fucking excuse or just a cop-out to have a loser question like that, man. Like, at that point, you're putting yourself above the game. These are the guys playing. They don't owe you shit. They don't have to answer anything. Fuck, they could just walk up and pull a Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined, baby. That's That's all they could do, you know, if they really wanted to. But the fact that they're even taking any questions, like... Don't throw it back in their face like that, man. Get it? He's having a bad day, you know. I don't know if it was coming off the loss to Ottawa or what it was, but, like, if it was the case, that fucking sucks. Don't ask him stupid questions and expect good answers, you know. Yeah, and Matheson probably
0: loves this, seeing everyone talk about him and seeing see his name out there. It's like, he, he it's it's horrible that I did it, but he's, like, he's, he's living it up.
1: All right. We'll move down here. Boys, we had a bit of a, a bit of a. Speaking of the media, there's a bit of a heated back and forth going on in the media before, uh, before the Boston Carolina game the other day, uh, between Brad Marchand and Vincent Trocheck. I don't know if you guys saw it.
0: Yeah, it looked like there was, uh, from what I saw, someone asked Trocheck if he, could would compare his game to Marchand, and I think he said something about not being a rat or something like that. And then Trocheck kind of laid him out in the first and during their game, and when they had the big first period lead. And then Marshand came back with something today, but like it's it's the Hurricanes, it, the Hurricanes on the ice, the hurricane social media team—they're gonna throw the jabs, and and Marshand is a guy that you know can just throw them right back.
2: Yeah, Marshand put the whole—he uh, compared his stats through his uh, minor days and his NHL days against Trocek's minor days and NHL days, and it, like uh, they're no, nowhere close to each other, so it's like. Yeah, I'm a rapping him a whole lot fucking better than you are. So it's just uh it was him bullying Trochek there, just just showing him what he's done in his career compared to Trochek's. Uh I love it. You know, I, I like this kind of uh just little spite, you know. Players these players these days they they, they play too much tummy sticks, you know. It is, they're too friendly. You like to see a little bit of uh bitterness and hatred, even if it takes part and uh takes place on Instagram or Twitter or wherever the fuck. Uh, but I like it. Hopefully, uh, we see more of the same. Hopefully, more on the ice than on uh, social media. But uh, yeah, I'm all for it. No,
1: it's <laughs> good, man. And I I think the exact quote was from Oshien. If you're comparing me to Trocheck, that's like car- or comparing a Lamborghini to a Prius.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was great though. After the game, they like you brought it up, Joel. Uh, I think it's, I don't know. One of you guys brought it up. The fucking Trocheck just absolutely rocked Marchand with a hit. <laughs> Hurricanes tweeted out, oh, I've never seen a Prius total, a Lamborghini before. <laughs> they were just riding it. That Twitter account's absolutely awesome. And then I think after the game, uh, I think Marchand actually replied to that tweet and just said, you know, uh, what do they say to the Carolina Twitter account? You're the reason that we still have to pay 20% escrow. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you said, Joel. They're having a good back and forth. At least it's good for the game, right? All, all in good fun, man. Yeah.
0: Speaking of wanting to see that on the on the ice, how about that minute long fight tonight between McDermott and Delarue? That was yeah. that was one of the longest like I've seen in a while.
2: Yeah, that was old school. I love it. That's why we he brought that guy. Was, yeah, he got bullied by the knights. So you know what Joe Sakic does? He brings in the best fighter, the biggest guy in the league. <laughs> I love it.
1: it's something you don't see that much in the game anymore man obviously it's a bit of a faster pace you need the players to actually keep up if they're going to be out there just gooning guys but I don't know, we all grew up with that shit, right? We love it. I'm sure there's all the fucking hero nerds out there that won't love it, but fuck the nerds. That's our policy on this show, right?
2: That's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. That pretty much covers all the news. We had one other thing in there, but it got taken out. Maybe we'll leave that for another show. <laughs> cough, leaves keep blowing 3-1 leads, cough. But uh, as long as it's not a 3-1 series, that's when we'll talk about it, all right?
0: Um WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's Build Your Own Bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Have you heard about PricePix? Picks? PricePix Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. PricePix has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections to win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy.
1: We got nine games set up for the Thursday. Boys, you ready to jump into it or what? let's
0: get into it right now let's do it
1: all right we're coming at it for thursday january 20th uh what do we got we'll kick this off of the 7 p.m docket we got the dallas stars against the buffalo sabers game itself is in buffalo it uh, looks like dallas money line's paying off minus 175 buffalo money line plus 155 the over under set of 5.5 overpaying minus 120 the under plus 100 disclaimer here I spoke in the Slack group the other day after my picks went terribly wrong and said, Fuck this. Next show, I'm doing no research, going in cold turkey, having a couple pints, doing the show. That's where we're at right now. I've had a couple pints after work, going in, I did absolutely zero research. So I'm going off the top of my head right now. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Give me Dallas in regulation. I'm taking Joel's bet from last week or last show against Montreal. I know they're coming off a big loss there against the Habs. Fuck that. They're going to go into Buffalo and just beat the absolutely real or wheels off the Sabres here. Fuck the Sabres. Give me Dallas in regulation.
0: Yeah, both these both these teams screwed us on, on Tuesday. A Dallas losing and Buffalo beating the Senators. But Dallas does suck on the road. That That's the one thing to kind of look at. But even in their loss, the Canadians, they outshot them 51-22. They had 51 shots on goal. I guess they kind of kind of got goalied there. I, I don't think it's going to happen with Aaron uh, Dell in net for Buffalo. So you, you have to lean towards Dallas here. I mean, minus 175 actually does seem, seem shorter than it should be. I could see it getting up to 215 and 225 tomorrow. So Dallas Dallas in regulation, I'm not sure what that's at. I, I would probably take that. Uh, possibly look at the under. Uh, both teams have been played more to the under this season and the Sabres have had four straight unders. That, that's just my lean on the total. Totals have been kind of iffy recently, though, so my better play would be be the Stars.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All over the Stars here. We know about their away record. It is not good, but it's the Sabres, and their home record is uh, about as equally as bad as their away record, so they're just shitty all around. And, uh, yeah, we got Aaron Dell in net, hopefully, because I bet the Stars team total over 3.5 at plus 125. That is... A good number because they are going to shell the Sabres here. They deserve more than what they got against the Canadians. And they're going to cash in on that uh, regression here, positive regression against the Sabres. So those Pucks are going to find the back of the net. The Stars have been struggling lately, but uh, they deserve better than what they got in the past few games. Played a couple good teams, and then they lost to the Canadians too. It's been a rough, rough goal, but uh, uh, coaching staff is good. The players... Veteran leadership, they're going to get them going for this game because uh, things are starting to get a little desperate there in Dallas if they want to make the playoffs. So they really need to beat teams like Buffalo. So I expect to shell them. So uh, plus uh, 125 on team total over three and a half would be my bet.
1: Beautiful. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slate here, we got the Ottawa Senators against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Looks like the game itself is in Pittsburgh. Ottawa money line paying off plus 240. Pittsburgh on the money line minus 280. Uh, Pittsburgh on the puck line paying off minus 120. Over/under set at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under paying off minus 105. There's a couple ways you can play it here. Obviously, you can take the Pittsburgh puck line. That's probably the most enticing. Uh, the money line's not really paying up enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe the over if you think Ottawa can get a couple lucky goals here. But the way Tristan Jarry's been playing, though, I'm not going to rule it. I'm thinking uh, maybe Pittsburgh team total is probably my way to go here. The number might be set at about 3.5. The way, you know, they've got Evgeny Belkin back. He's been lighting the fucking lamp. I could see them going in there and popping a couple early. And then just riding out the game, getting one or two in the second and third. Hitting that total at four.
0: Yeah, team totals are pretty good. Look, I'm looking here at the at the Penguins puck line. I mean, they scored five unanswered in Vegas after going down three nothing. I, I should have hedged my bet there, but I didn't. I mean, Pittsburgh's. You said it. They they have Malcolm back. They're they're fully healthy now. They're just not. They have Russ back. They have Gensel back. They're they're Carter back. They're just rolling with the top six. So, I like the puck line here. Um, five of their last six wins have been by two or more goals. Also, all since the break. Three of the Senators' last five losses have been by two or more goals. I'm also looking at the first period over one and a half. In In the last 10, they're both six and four. Pittsburgh has scored 16 goals and allowed six. And they're both four four and one to the over in their last five. So I'm looking at the over one and a half in the first period there, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Senators, you can't trust them as a favorite. Ryan learned that lesson again <laughs> last game. Uh, as a dog, you know plus two forty. This is this is the spot. And, you know the Penguins coming home from a long road trip. They played a bunch of good teams. They uh, came out with a winning record against them. It could be a little bit of a, a little bit of a look at spot here. Uh, they might not uh, be up for this game, but that said, I don't trust the Sens either. So I like the under in this game a little better. Uh, you can find it at under six and a half. You can find under six plus one to five. I like that. Uh, even at minus 105 under six on win bet here would be a play. Uh, but you could also go with the, the Senators' team total under two and a half, I think is a good bet, given that uh, their expected goals is is not as high as what they've been scoring. And uh, the Penguins are an elite defensive team with an elite goaltender. So I, I, I think that you could be a little chalky here Go goes sends under two and a half team total or you could just go at the under six under six and a half i think those are the the best bets in this game given what we've seen from the penguins this year great defensive team and the Sens. you can't trust them to score like they did against the uh the flames and the boilers uh maybe uh what they showed against the sabers is more like them um so yeah that that unders in this game my bet
1: I like that play. It's a good call. Ottawa, I think, is sitting at 28th in goal scoring for the league this year. So uh, not a bad call there, Joel. Uh, Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philly. Columbus on the money line is paying off plus 110. Philadelphia on the money line, minus 130. Over-under is set at 6. Both over and under paying off minus 110. Ryan... What's going to happen with your Flyers here? Are they going to lose 10 in a row or is, uh, is this the game where they break it off a bit?
0: The Flyers are not losing 10 games in a row again this season, especially against this Columbus team. Columbus has been up and down recently. They had that 6-0 win against Carolina, but they also had that 9-2 loss to Florida. And I'm thinking we'll see more of that. We're going to have you're going to have Carter Harden there for the Flyers. He's been solid. The Flyers have been playing better. They took the Islanders to the shootout. They, they had one-go games against the Rangers. Against the Bruins, they've been they've been looking better. They really have, and it's also Columbus that is missing a few key players. They're missing Jake Voracek, who was slated to make his first return to Philly. He's their second leader, leading point getter. They're missing Gavrikov. He plays 21 minutes a night. They're missing Boquist. He plays 17 minutes a night. So Columbus is going to be without a few of their key players. The Flyers are. They don't have any players on the COVID list. They're still without. Alice Hayes, but Drew's back, Konechny, Atkinson, Farabee. They're all there. Defensemen are all there. So I, I lean to the Flyers here at minus 130. It's thirty. It's—it's not something I'm very confident in, but I, I, I think if, if they're going to get a win, it's, it's going to be against Columbus. I'm also possibly looking at the first period over one and a half. It's gone over in seven of the past 10 Flyers games and uh, nine of the past 10 Columbus games. Columbus has scored 12 and allowed 15. The Flyers have scored six and allowed 12 in their past 10. So, you could see an over one and a half, or maybe even a, a Blue Jackets plus half a goal. Look for look for a one-one game after one.
2: Well, looking up the expected goals against the two, the top two teams are the Flyers and the Blue Jackets. <laughs> uh so they're not defending the net well uh and their goalies aren't that much better though of course I uh, still remember last week' was leaking suck so and shut out the canes that was not fun um but in this game I, I don't really know what to do but just looking at these stats and I'm not sure that these goalies can keep uh compensating for their shitty defenses so i would say the over six would be my bet in this game. Uh, even though neither team have been particularly prolific scoring goals, um, at, the, at some point the shitty defenses they they catch up to you, and uh, it, it could be one team, it could be both teams. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna let some uh, in. They're gonna. They're going to
1: slot it up a little bit, bud. Just yeah, like, you're going <laughs> to
2: slot it up. <laughs> they're going to have a few, and they're going to get taken to place they don't want to be. <laughs> so it could be a 5-1 game, 6-1 game, but uh, it could be a 3-3 game. But I, I like over six, games, 6 goals here in this game. Uh, yeah, I'm just fading both defenses here. Uh, I don't know what to do with the size. Either team going. I don't give a fuck.
1: You know what, man? That's not a bad look at all. Um, if you look at teams as far as goals allowed or goals allowed, sorry, where they stand. Uh, Philly's currently at 24th in the league, averaging 3.31 and Columbus is tied for 29th, averaging 3.61 per game. So not very good, but on the opposite side of things and I didn't know this until I just looked at it, Columbus is 12th in the league for goals scored, which like, I wouldn't have thought, considering they haven't really been playing that well, especially on the road. They're averaging 3.14 goals. Uh, Philly's tied for 27th. So for that alone, both teams are known to give up goals here, but Columbus might have a bit of the slight edge when it comes to actually scoring. And uh, I, I just can't bet on the flyers when they've lost nine games in a low, man, or in a row. Give me Columbus Moneyline, plus 110. I love this dog play. It's going to be a shit game. There's no way we can butter this up and say it's going to be good. It's probably going to be a pretty shitty game. But uh, give me uh, give me the dog jackets, especially on the road, even though they've been absolutely horrible on the road this year. Um, Moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again, we have the Washington Capitals against the Boston Bruins game itself is in Boston. Uh, looks like Washington money lines paying off plus 130. Boston on the money line minus 150. The over/under is set at 5.5. Overpaying minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, take it away, bud. What do you got?
2: Well, I think I've got a good read on the Brewers here, especially lately. Uh, been betting them almost every game in their past winning streak, and then I got off them right at the right time against the Canes. That came through for me. But I'm back on the Bruins here. They're going to beat the <laughs> shit out of the Capitals. The Capitals have been uh, a little fortunate lately. They, they've been getting some squeaky goals in, and they lost to the Canucks there. Uh, a game they got uh, out-efforted, I would say. The Canucks uh, beat them to the puck, and I didn't like what I saw from the Capitals. They even got a little lucky against the Jets. They were down too early. They came back, but they also let the Jets back in at the back door there uh, with the goalie pulled. So... I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of the Capitals lately Whereas his boss and, and uh, they went eight out of the last 10 games, um, their role, and they got the shit kicked out of them by the Canes, but the Canes are one of the best teams in the league, and of course, we had that whole uh, Marsha and Trocek drama. You don't know how that played into it. Uh, you know, Rod Brindamore is probably giving the whole bulletin material to that uh, effect, and uh, so, yeah, I like the Bruins here at home. They're great off a loss. Uh, they're still the best team in expected goals against. So, yeah, they're gonna shut the door, and they're gonna beat the Capitals here. Uh, yeah, especially on the power play, we got we are everybody's healthy basically. Uh, uh, Grizzly's back. Foligno might come back. So, Owen Carlson's still out with COVID too. Of course, that's a huge loss. So, yeah, I love the Bruins in this spot.
0: Yeah, I mean Joel, you, you really said it all. The, the captain, missing Carlson, Orlov is also suspended, so they have missing two key defensemen there. Oshie's questionable. The Bruins are healthy. The Bruins have not lost two straight games at home this season. They have lost two two home games with a road game in between, but they have not lost two consecutive games at home. So I kind of like that. And they've been really out shooting teams recently. They outshot the Canadians 41-25. Predators forty four twenty nine, Flyers thirty six twenty seven, and and they just beat the Capitals seven three in Washington last week. So this line minus one fifty, uh, I kind of like it here. Especially you said they're good after good off of a loss, one day rest after a loss. They're six and one this season. So that combined with with their home stats makes me love Boston here at minus one fifty.
1: I love everything you boys just said. I think if we were talking earlier, if we're looking for one consensus pick between the three of us, this has to be it. Boston on the money line, minus 150, has to be the play. Uh, Ryan, you just brought up a great point I was about to say, too. The last time these teams played, which was 10 days ago, only like a week and a half, it was a 7-3 game win for Boston. Um, Keep in mind, too, especially with the shit-kicking Boston just took in the 7-1 game to uh, Carolina, I think it's going to be fucking guns blazing here. They're going out to score goals, man. They only put up one goal last game. That's not the fucking Bruins at home that we know. So I like the Bruins on the money line, minus 150, and I do like the over as well at uh, 5.5. You, know, you might even see that number move up to six. But still, have sit- I was currently sitting at 5.5 at minus 120. I'm liking the over and the Bruins money line. Uh, moving down to the 8 p.m. slot here, we got the Winnipeg Jets against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line, paying off plus 120. Nashville on the money line, minus 140. Over-unders, set at 5.5. Over-paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Uh, I am loving Nashville here, boys. I know Winnipeg, you know, they got Connor Hellbuck. They got some good players. Like, you know, if you got, many times you got Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler. uh, They got, you know, Ehlers. They got some talent up there for sure. But I'm loving the way Nashville's playing here, man. They've been such a sturdy team. Um, At home, they started off good. They kind of struggled a bit lately. They're still 10-7-0 at home, which isn't great. It's fine. It's nothing to be worried about, but when you're in that atmosphere, all you have to do is watch a home predators game, and you realize it is an actual home field advantage. You know, you know if you watch like the Leafs or something, they're playing at home. It's boring as shit. That's not the case in Nashville, man. Fans are fucking pumping. They're ready to go. This is a good team. This is a sneaky team too. Regardless, it's going to be a good game. But I am liking Nashville money line paying off minus one forty.
2: You mean the predators fans actually have to pay to get into the stadium? <laughs> maybe?
1: Twenty bucks. That's why they
2: might be a little uh, louder.
0: <laughs> I think this could be a back to back consensus play here because I, I do like Nashville on the money line. Minus 140, I think, is a good price for them. These teams played early in the season. Winnipeg won 6 4 at home, but like that was October 23rd. These are, I feel like, two different teams right now. The big thing is Winnipeg is 7, seven 6 and 5 on the road. So that's 7 on, 11 on the road, and Nashville is 11 7 at home. Nashville had four straight losses, but they outshot the Canucks 32 24, outshot. Uh, St. Louis, so 35 29. So they're playing decently. Both these teams kind of in the middle of the pack, expected goals. Both these teams have goalies that can kind of put up a good performance. So maybe to that, look to the under. But I feel like with Winnipeg, got Ehlers out, Stasny questionable, Wheeler still out. Uh, I feel like the Predators here are definitely the best play.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one. Um, at this price, yeah, I guess I'd leave Nashville. Uh, Jets have been fighting hard lately. Um, it's hard to pick this one right now. I mean, the, the Predators, they've they have lost a few in a row. They haven't looking great, but you expect them to bounce back at some point here, especially at home. Um, yeah, the, the Jets, I think the... If you want to bet the Jets, you'll get a better number by the time this is released, but the Preds, I think, are the are the side at this point at only minus 135, minus 140. This is a very tight, tight line. I, I can't disagree with what the oddsmakers makers make it. So I'm going to pass. And... <laughs> <laughs> Get the
1: fuck out of here, this guy. <laughs> pass.
0: We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs ran full swing, and PropSwappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona who on Sunday night sold his $50 100-to-1 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash
1: SGPN. All right, after that pass, we'll move down to the 9 p.m. slate here. Uh, We got the Florida Panthers against the pissy Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in pissy Edmonton. Florida on the money line is paying off minus 150. Edmonton on the pissy money line paying off plus 130. The over-under is set at a pissy 6.5, overpaying a pissy minus 135, under a pissy plus 115. Speaking of pissy, Joel, what do you got here? (laughs)
2: Oh, you gotta go with the Panthers here. Uh, we know that they're not a good road team, apparently now after what they put up <laughs> against the Flames. Uh that was a bad uh bad show. But uh against the Oilers, they're in free fall. Um the Lions are not reflecting how bad they are lately. They are bottom seven team in the league, and they are being treated like they're still an average team. So I love the Panthers here. They they're, they they should be able to blow off the Oilers. Um, horrible goaltending, horrible defense, and the star players. They're frustrated. They're not having the same confidence they did early in the year, and uh, they can't carry the team. And you know, no two players can carry a team the whole whole season long. I mean, of course, there's a few other good players in the team, Nurse, Hyman, whoever, but uh, clearly, there's not enough on them to. Uh, to uh, make it a good team. And we're we're seeing that now. Um, the power play is falling apart. Defense falling apart. Goaltending falling apart. It's all falling apart. So you got to go with the better team here. I'm um, surprised the line is only this low. So I will go ahead and double down. Give me the Panthers minus one and a half at plus 150. Uh, yeah, that's nothing else to say. I mean, the Panthers team total, you can go with that. I love the Panthers in the spot, especially coming off a loss. I know they've had a bad road record, but uh that stuff's gotta gotta balance out. I think they'll lose a few more home games and they'll win a few more road games and they'll bounce out a balance out a bit. And we'll see the the oilers collapse a little bit more and uh we'll get to enjoy a few more shitty press conferences. Pissy press conferences. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Panthers kinda got kind of got goalied there in, in Calgary. They had three point two expected goals overall. They only had one goal in the game. So they were they were kind of in the game with Calgary. They just couldn't convert on their power plays. Calgary converted on theirs, and that was kind of the difference there. And they're not going to get goalied by Miko Koskinen or whoever the Oilers decide to start. So I feel like the Panthers here, minus 150, is a good play. The puck line at plus one fifty, that can definitely be a good play just because the Panthers can completely score well. We've seen them score so many goals, as we've talked about. The one thing to, to worry about is Edmonton may kind of be banded together. They, they, they're going to be pissy. They might be coming to this kind of and go all guns blazing. Yeah, So I, li- I like the Panthers here on the money line, but I, for that for the reason about the the. The Panthers can score. The Edmonton goalies aren't great. I'm I'm looking at the over here. Over six and a half right now is uh, minus 135. It's a lot of juice, but I would lay that. It'll probably be over seven by the time this is released. I'd still take that just because the Panthers could. Both these teams could score three or four goals. This could be a definite shootout here in Edmonton. Both teams coming in motivated. Edmonton a lot of losses in a row Florida had that tough loss in Calgary they want to they want to show they can win on the road so I like Florida and the over here I'm also looking at the Florida the uh, over one and a half in the first period it's gone over one and a half in 27 of the 39 Panthers games overall and nine of their past 10 Edmonton is 22 out of 35 overall six of the past 10 three of the past five so I could definitely see at least two or three goals being scored in the first period.
1: Yeah, oh, Joel, something you said kind of stuck out to me there. Edmonton is playing a hell of a lot worse than the lines and the numbers even say, man. Like this, it, it, they're not the worst team in the NHL. We all know that. The Edmonton Oilers. Anytime that you have Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, you're never going to be the worst team in the NHL. But they got no fucking support, man. They can't get a save. Defensively, they've been atrocious. There's no secondary scoring. It's just a fucking mess, dude. And we talked about it on the last show specifically. We touched on it. You know they're they're kind of shit in the bed a lot here, and I think it's going to get a hell of a lot worse before it gets any better. You brought it up too. They're playing a Florida team that's coming off a tough loss where they did get goalied against uh, against Calgary the other day. I just see them coming in absolutely lighting the fucking lamp against the Oilers here. I'm taking Florida on the money line minus one fifty. I don't know how there's any other play. Ryan touched it. Maybe the over. You know, there should be goals here. Florida's a pretty good offensive team. You can't roll out Edmonton on the power play. I know they've been struggling lately. They're still first in the league. Uh, Yeah, over. I don't love it. It is a high number, but I do love Florida on the money line. Uh, Moving down to the 9.30 p.m. slot, we got the Colorado Avalanche against the L.A. Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, Colorado on the money line. is paying off minus 190. LA on the money line. A hefty plus 165. Over under is set at 6. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. This is a toughie, boys. Uh, I don't know. After that game we watched tonight, it got a little scrappy. Could be kind of fun. I'm oh, Fuck. Give me Colorado on the puck line, I guess. Like You can't take the money line. LA... I don't know they were playing so well like this is just a tough game to gauge it's not really anything I guess you almost have to lean towards an over under here eh maybe the over at minus 120 just because Colorado's goaltending isn't the absolute greatest LA can score goals you know uh, quick's been kind of hot or cold this year so has Peterson and net so I'm going to change that I'm going to take the over six at minus 120.
0: Joel's been saying that the Kings have been playing really good hockey since the break they, they had back-to-back losses they Really got just got the Timo Meyer show, scored five goals, even though they outshot him 41-17. Another back-to-back against uh, Tampa Bay, got outshot them 36-24, lost 6-4. I mean, it's they've had two tough losses, and now they're kind of back at home against against another tough team. But Colorado's second half of a back-to-back, they had travel, kind of was a tough game, was down to the wire until they got the empty netter. So, like, the Kings here at, at plus 165, they're still the best team in expected goals four since the break. Overall this season, they have a higher expected goals four than the Avs. So I could see the Kings here at home being hungry as hungry dogs here getting plus 165.
2: Yeah, I just watched the Avs play the Ducks, and the Ducks played the perfect game against them. Um, they uh, They tied them up in the neutral zone. They just made the game slow. They were able to cut off the ass transition game and uh, take away their speed. So I think the Kings can do the same thing. I'm not going to bet the Kings because I'm biased, but I do agree that that is the side here. Uh, uh, the Kings were on luck against the Lightning. I bet the Lightning there, but I think that that was the wrong side. The Kings were the actually the better team that game, even though uh, they were on a back-to-back. Uh, But I I would say the under six, too, is better, even with Kemper in that. um, (laughs) François, he was awesome tonight. He should be the starter based on the past few performances from him compared to Kemper's career as an Av in the first half of the season here. But, uh, yeah, I I do like the the Kings in the under six here. Under six is plus 100. I guess that's just respecting how dominant the Av's attack has been. But I, I think the Kings can neutralize that a bit so uh yeah I, I would take the dog here and the under all right moving down to the
1: 10 p.m slot here we got the san jose sharks against the seattle Kraken. game itself is in seattle uh, san jose on the money line paying off minus 105 seattle on the money line minus 115 over under is set at 5.5 over paying off minus 115 the under minus 105 first of all i just looked at this like should san jose really only be minus 105 in this game like I know that they're not the greatest team, but like fuck, they got to be a bit better than Seattle, no?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, but Seattle finally got their first win in over a month, shootout against Chicago. Their first win before that was on December fourteenth against these San Jose Sharks. So that's probably in the back of the Sharks' mind too. They want to get kind of get some revenge there. They 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 won six two last last time out, but they did not get a lot of shots on goal. Their game prior to that was kind of opposite. They had 41 shots but lost in overtime. Seattle at home is is always tougher. That's always tough to kind of fade them at home, but Seattle just does not look like a good hockey team. And the Sharks, I feel like, have more have more talent. They're are a better team on paper. So I feel like them being the dog at minus one hundred five is, is is kind of crazy here.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 a little surprised by that as well. You'd have to expect them to be the favorite by the time the line closes. Um, yeah, the, the Kraken are missing a couple key pieces. So Jimmy Alexiak, he he's. Been a good defender for them. He's on the COVID list, I believe. And uh, yeah, they're missing their better goalie, Chris Trigger, So it'll be group hour and that, and the Sharks. You know, they they've been a feisty team. You know, they, maybe they, I mean, they're feeling a little high on themselves after beating the shit out of the Kings six two, I think, with Timo Myers' five goal night. But uh, they're the better team here, and the the Kraken have not been as good on at home as as perhaps people think. Uh, only 7-14, and 14, so 33%. It's not good, and the Sharks have a winning record away from home, so I think that the, the wrong team is favored here. I do like the Sharks as a dog. Um, yeah, that's all I got for this one.
1: I got one more thing to add here, and this is a pretty pivotal fact. In fact, I'm probably going to make a bet on this game right after this show just because of this fact. Gentlemen, where do Sharks live? The ocean? A bit more specifically. Where does the kraken live? The ocean. Underwater. You know That's what that tells specific. me? You know <laughs> what that fucking tells me? Sharks live under the water. A kraken <laughs> lives under the water. This fucking game's going under the number at 5.5. We got a water game, folks. What do you bet when there's a water game? You take the fucking under. I just about switched and made that my pick for my total. I didn't. I switched it up. But keep that in mind. I'm fucking betting the under in this game. Because this is a water game, boys. And water games always go under.
0: I hate it because the under is not a bad play because both of these offenses suck. Seattle's had three straight unders. (laughs) San Jose had five straight unders before their 6-2 win. So it'll probably go under and Talon's going to come on next episode. be Like I told you guys it was a water game. It's going under. I told you guys.
1: (laughs) Buddy, birds games go over because they fly (laughs) up. Fish game go under because they swim down. That's all you got to know. Okay, that's NHL betting 101.
0: What about a weather game? Would it be like avalanche lightning or something like that?
1: Uh, fucking I don't know give me a week and I'll come back with something <laughs> <All right. for laughs> Carolina versus Colorado or some shit yeah. <laughs> alright moving down to the 10pm slate last game we got in the docket here on the Thursday we got the Montreal Canadians against the Vegas Golden Knights game itself is in Vegas Montreal on the money lines paying off plus 265 Vegas on the money line minus 350 Vegas on the puck line of minus one and a half is paying off minus 150 Vegas on the puck line at minus two and a half is playing plus past 125 over under set at six paying off minus 120 on the over and the under plus 100. Ryan, bring us home here, bud. What do you got?
0: Vegas has had some really shit luck recently. Not, not even just with injuries. It looks like they're, they're finally still have patches out. Uh, like Martinez still out, but they've Stonebacks. back. They have Shea Theodore back, but they, they came out of the break, had two good wins, lost two games before they got shot the other team. Last three games, I had an emotional loss against Chicago with Marc Andre Florey coming back. Uh, the Leafs came, Leafs beat them in a shootout despite them nearly doubling them in shots, and then they lo- gave up five unanswered to, to Pittsburgh. A, a few like high intense games are in a row now, and they finally have a cupcake game here with the Canadiens. Even though Montreal's coming off a win, they got got outshot 51-22. Vegas already beat Montreal 5-2 in Montreal uh, back in November. So I'm I'm loving Vegas on the on the minus one and a half puck line. I, I don't hate the minus two and a half either, but just the minus one and a half is a lot safer. Uh, their last three wins have all been by two or more goals. Uh, Twenty-one of Montreal's thirty losses have been by two or more goals, and thirteen of their nineteen road losses have been by two or more goals. So Vegas has is at home. They have a cupcake team. They're just going to blow them out of the water.
2: Yeah, the fact that the standard line here is at minus two and a half uh, <laughs> tells the whole story. <laughs> um oh we wish we saw that story against the stars with the canadians bidding them out right but uh apparently the the bookies know better and they're giving the same damn line to the knights and i'm doing the same damn thing give me the give me the knights on whatever puck line and uh yeah they should they should storm the doors here team total over three and a half still a minus number even minus four and a half at plus 127 i'm seeing I like that as well. They're, they're going to put the puck in there here, even without ready We know that the the Knights, they've been struggling on the power power play without ready but against the Canadians with all their injuries, all their COVID shit, uh, it's going to be tough for them to keep up with the Knights here. I, I have to think that the Knights will want to dominate this game based on what happened against the Penguins uh, going up 3-0 and then losing 5-3. That's brutal. So uh, they should be able to get their revenge here against the uh, hapless Habs. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I found the play here. You got the Vegas Golden Knights first period to win the period, minus 105. So a tie is a loss. But in their past 10 games, the Golden Knights have outscored their opponents 15-4 in the first period. The Canadians have been outscored 13-4. I like uh, Vegas, Vegas has not lost the first period in 15 games, so if you want to take them on the money line, there's a lot of juice there, though, so I will rec- rec- uh, recommend the puck line, minus, minus point, point, point .5. They've won six of the past ten, they've won three of the past five. Montreal has la- lost seven of their past ten and three of their past five. Vegas is pissed off. They're going to come out strong at home. We saw them put up early goals against Pittsburgh. There's no reason they can't do it against Montreal.
1: Buddy, That fucking knight that they get at the center of the ice, banging that sword and that shield... That night is going to be slaughtering all of Canada because the Montreal Canadiens are going to get <laughs> fucked. This team is so bad. <laughs> I'm looking at their like numbers and shit here as far as like, defensive stats and offensive stats. They're absolutely horrible. Vegas is going to fucking bend them over. No lube, <laughs> no Nolassoli, no fucking nothing. This is going to be a shit-kicking. Give me any Vegas puck line you can find. If it's 1.5, 2.5, I don't care. Fucking... Uh, that you can't even bet Vegas regulation or money lines, it's not gonna pay off anything good. It's just gonna be a train wreck. I think Ryan's right, man. Uh take Vegas, you know, if it's a first period puck line, whatever, just hammer the knights here. It's gonna be absolutely terrible. Looking through the stats, like as far as goals, shots on goals, power play percentage, shooting percentage, face off, goals allowed, everything. Montreal was absolutely horrible in Vegas, although they are a fake ass team, they're still pretty good in uh in these standings here. Gimme Vegas, looking through. You can find that game on TSN too. Shameless plug. I don't know why we're plugging TSN, but I just, <laughs> it came up next when I was scrolling down. Shout out TSN, I guess. If they wanted to plug us, I'm sure we'd be cool.
0: <laughs> Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting,
1: I picture bootleggers
0: with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io today to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. And don't forget, make sure you head over to prizepicks.com and get signed up today to get that 100% deposit bonus using promo code SGP.
1: All right, give me Vegas on that, like we said. Boys, that covers up the, uh, <laughs> the Thursday slate here. Um, same thing as we always do. We got the Friday games lined up. There's eight games on Friday, so we got a bit to go through. Unfortunately, lines have yet to be released, which is crazy because it's currently 2.25 a.m. Eastern time, and there's still no lines for the Friday games. But fuck it. We'll run through them and uh, and see what we see. We'll start things off at the 7 p.m. slot. We got the New York Rangers against Carolina Hurricanes. Looks like the game itself is in Carolina Uh, it's going to be a good game, man. Um, potential. I know we said it last time with the Rangers versus Leafs, but this has potential to be an under game here, dude. Two good goals going at it. Two good defensive teams and two good teams as well. Now the offensively, they are pretty strong. If the number's set at 5.5, I don't love it, but I'll probably end up taking it. And if I did have to pick a side... Fuck. Give me something greasy. Give me the draw on this one, man. These are two teams coming off big wins here. This this should be a battle. I'll take a good old draw. At some uh, some positive juice.
0: It, this one's this one's tough here because the two good teams. We just we just thought we had a goalie game here between Schusterman and Campbell. That that game went went very clearly over. So, but the, yeah, the under I feel like has to be the play here with Schusterman and Frederick Anderson. Both save percentages over nine thirty. Goals against average under two. So hopefully another goalie game there hopefully you can bank on that but yeah for a side it's it's going to be a it's going to be interesting to see what what the line's at
2: yeah these are the two best teams in the metro one of the standings right now uh the hurricanes are the better team though all the way they're gonna they're gonna beat the rangers here the rangers have been saved a lot by their goaltending and uh you can't count on that every game so all over the canes here no idea what the line's gonna be but uh, i imagine it'll be fairly high maybe minus 160-ish, I'd still lay with the Canes.
1: You know what I just saw?
2: Uh,
1: New York, as far as their division record, are 6-1-0. Carolina are 4-3-0. That's pretty hefty, man. Ooh. I know. Interesting, eh? (laughs) Take the under. Be safe. Fuck it. And take the draw. (laughs) It's going to be a 1-1 game going into (laughs) overtime. Philadelphia, 18-man shootout. Fuck it. (laughs) Alright, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, game itself is in Columbus. Columbus is on the second night of a back-to-back. They're gonna get the fucking wheels beat off them by the Penguins here. I guess Penguins will be on the second night of a back-to-back too, no? Yeah. Either way, Columbus is gonna get fucking trained. They, they know that on a back-to-back, we gotta get two points. They're gonna put all their effort into beating, uh, probably into beating Philadelphia just to get away with two points by the time this game happens. They're just going to be fucking worn out. Give me Penguins either in regulation or puck line or whatever is actually decent with the line.
0: Uh, Yeah, Penguins are probably going to be a player. Both teams are back-to-back, so we can't really handicap it too much yet. But just looking at these teams on no day's rest this season, Pittsburgh's 2-2 two and two, with three of those games going over. Columbus is 1-2 and two, with three all three games going over. So looking at the over here, especially if we get some backup goalies.
2: Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, Columbus. I have no fucking idea. Uh, yeah, we'll go off to go with a better team here, won't we? Um, Columbus will be in a battle against uh, Philly and the penguins should be rolling against the Sens, so you have to think that they'll be the better rested team they should be up a few goals in the third period and uh they'll be looking ahead of this game where they get to beat another shitty team so uh yeah i'll take the pens here uh minus 250 or whatever the fuck, and uh, uh probably the under too uh, well actually maybe not the under because Jari's probably playing thursday so stay away from the total for now all right moving to the 7 30 p.m slot we got the Dallas Stars against the Detroit
1: Red Wings game itself is in Detroit uh I haven't taken a dog in a while or at least on this show fuck it give me the wings man Dallas coming off a of back-to-back here Detroit sucks but stranger things have happened give me the fucking Red Wings at home here why not
0: yeah, I could see the Red Wings kind of pulling this one out at home. They're they're better on better at home. Dallas has been a bad road team, back to back for them. They are two and four on no days rest, with five of those six games going
2: under. So maybe look at that as well. But yeah, Red, Red Wings here
0: could be could be a good dog.
2: Yeah, I hate to admit it, but you guys might be right. The Red Wings might be the side here <laughs> uh, with the stars playing the night before. Uh, we'll see how that game goes, though. You you can never bet these games. When teams are playing on a back to back without knowing what happened in the game before, um, that's why bookies don't even put lines out often before knowing those, the, the results of those games. So, yeah, I, I, I fuck the stars are a better team, but the Red Wings at home you get to play a, a weary team. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see what the line is, but uh, yeah, anything like plus one thirty or better, actually plus one fifty or better, I would take the Wings.
1: Yeah, it's not, not a great game either way, no matter what you, no matter what way you look at it. You know the way I see it though? Dallas is gonna just be so fucking bored because they've been in Buffalo and then they gotta go to Detroit and like fuck both those cities suck ass. So They're just gonna be sitting in their hotel rooms boozing, bored off their fucking face. Like give Detroit the edge they need, man um again the 7:30 slate we got the red hot desert dog coming off a big win tonight arizona coyotes against the new york islanders game itself is in new york Ah, i'm kind of liking the dogs again boys fuck it give me the yotes this isn't a lock this isn't nothing they're probably paying off plus money fuck the islanders they, they can only score once in a nine-man shootout. They fucking stink, too, this year. Give me the Yotes on the road as a dog. Y- Yotes starting
0: to look good here. Good here. Back, back-to-back back wins. They took the Avalanche to a shootout, beat those Maple Leafs, uh, had a win against the Blackhawks. You know, they're, they're solid here. But, yeah, I, I want to take them, but Islanders are, have these games in hand. They've won five or six since the break. They somehow won against the Flyers. They, they came back. I mean, it's they'll be at home but if the line is is quite hefty, which which it might be, I may have to look at a uh, Arizona money line or an Arizona plus two and a half, under six and a half parlay there something like that.
2: You guys are nuts. <laughs> the coyotes have been playing better, I will admit that. But the Islanders, they're fighting for their goddamn lives. They're fighting for those playoff games that Barry Trotz, Lou Amarillo want so badly. Uh, they're on a roll now. They're they're beating the shit out of great teams like the Flyers in uh, a <laughs> 10-round ten, ten shootout or whatever. Uh, yeah, they're going to beat the Coyotes here. I don't care. Um, yeah, they'll be a minus 200 at least favorite. So No, minus 240, I would say. So uh, you got to take him on the puck line or regulation even. Um, point is, Islanders are going to win this game. You guys are nuts if you're betting a your Coyotes in the money line. <laughs>
1: All right, moving to the 8.30 p.m. slot. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Oh, fuck, dude. Like, you you have to take the Wild, right? Like, you have to, whether it be in regulation or a puck line or something, but... Even they've kind of fallen off a little bit, man. Cam Talbot, who's pretty hot to start the year, he's, uh, his numbers have dipped a little bit. Still got a good record of 15-8-1. A lot of that did come at the be earlier the year. Goals against average has dropped to an even three. Uh, Save percentage of .909. Maybe the over is the play here, but then again, Chicago is not really that great at scoring either, so fuck, I don't know. Like, Minnesota winning somehow, and if you wanted to sprinkle a total just as of recent play, maybe take the over.
0: Yeah, Minnesota's the play here. They might be getting Joel Eriksson back. Cam Talbot's questionable. Spurgeon is probable for Saturday. I don't know if he's going to play Friday. Uh, Blackhawks still have Doc, Strome, Jones all, all on the COVID list, so that's some key losses for them. Minnesota won three straight, then lost in the shootout to Colorado. Just, they, they played well against them. So going into Chicago, Chicago has been playing better recently, but I, I like the
2: wild here. Yeah, you got to look the wild way. Uh... They're just the better team this year. Blackhawks. They could beat bad teams sometimes. They're in a good spot, but the Wild have shown that they're the real deal and they're consistently winning games, even with a few guys missing. So, yeah, it's it's hard not to bet the Wild in this spot. Yeah, maybe take the uh, take the under like Tom was saying there. Uh, under six would be a bet I think if they're minus one ten, given the fact that. Blackhawks get score in the wild they can defend too and they had they some decent goaltending so yeah at this point i would lean under and uh wild as well
0: this could be a good uh wild first period spot too. check out the slack on friday just to to see if i got it wild have outscored teams 12 10 in the last 10 first periods the Blackhawks have been outscored twelve to three in their in their past uh ten first period. So look for possibly wild money line or or possibly the over there.
1: All right, moving to the ten p.m. slot here. We got the Florida Panthers against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver here. Joel, what are you thinking?
2: Oh, uh, first game back for the Canucks on a long road trip. <laughs> they played very well, but uh fuck they're a the bad team compared to the Panthers. So yeah, you got. You can only look the Panthers way. I know I'm picking a lot of fucking favors here, aren't I? <laughs> just picking every damn favorite. I don't like it on a Friday. Uh, but, yeah. Still, still, yeah, you, you got to look at the Panthers. Uh, they're just the better team. The Canucks, like I said, after a long road trip, they're going to be coming back, seeing the misses. They're not being ready for this game. So, uh, yeah, give me Panthers a bust. Yeah, this, this will depend on
0: how the Panthers do on uh on on, Wednesday, on Thursday night in, in Edmonton, it's going to be back-to-back for them. So probably Spencer Knight starting, maybe looking at an over. But the Canucks are without Horvat and Garland due to COVID. So um, this is really waiting to see what happens with Florida against Edmonton. But I, I wouldn't hate Vancouver here or a look at the over.
1: Yeah, fuck. I think Joel's got a point here, man. These guys are finally back after a while. They're going to get settled in, maybe be a bit too lazy, a bit too content sleeping in their own beds, you know? Florida's going to be on the second night of a back-to-back, and they're a winning team. And winning teams, if they want to be successful, they have to win back-to-backs, right? And it's more so from a mindset point of view. It tells them, hey, we're ready to play any fucking time of day, any day of the week, doesn't matter who the fuck we're playing, right? So give me Florida, Moneyline, I don't know if it's going to pay off enough. Maybe regulation, maybe a team total. Maybe not the team total, actually. Demko, uh, he actually shoved it up my hoop last time. I tried to pick a fucking over against him. But yeah, Florida somehow, man. I think that's my play.
0: This is probably fluky, but Vancouver is 1-6 on two days rest of this season. So that's,
1: that's something a, to keep an eye on, too. That's a good note. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot again. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is at the Quack Palace in Anaheim here. Oh, it sucks to say, but like Tampa Bay is gonna fucking steamroll them. Man, this Tampa team is good. Kucherov back, absolutely lighting up the land. They got one of the best players. They got one of the best defensemen in uh, in Hedman. They got the best goalie in the world, if you ask me. And Vasilevsky has to be Tampa somehow here. Maybe under if John Gibson's playing. Is he back yet? Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. Okay. He played today.
1: Oh, there you go. Then uh, I definitely do love the under here, even though Tampa's got all the firepower in the world. Whoop whoop! That's the sound of goalie games. Even though I'm 0-2 every time I've done that, I think we might got a goalie game.
2: Boys. No, you won the last one.
1: Who did I? I don't even know who. The
2: Panthers Flames
1: <laughs> <It> went under. <laughs> a true, a true,
0: a true 5-1 goalie game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking take it, boys. We'll take it. They're all a win.
0: Yeah, this will probably be a, a similar line as to tonight with uh, Colorado. So Tampa Bay regulation, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay puck line, their last four wins for, have all been by two or more goals, as were their two wins before that. They've won six of the past seven games. Ducks are kind of sliding now after uh, after a good stretch there. We, we had, had a good stretch with with the, with the quack call, so I just got my Mighty Ducks hat. I'm, I'm going to be good, looking for a good opportunity to uh, wear that to cheer on the Ducks, but I don't think it'll be Friday night against Tampa.
2: Are the, the Lightning still having those cap struggles, or is that... Is that oh, I forgot stunner? about that. <laughs> <laughs> if so, I like the Ducks here. Uh, they played a damn good game against the Avs tonight, and uh, I think they can carry that on against the Lightning. Uh, yeah, with Gibson and that, anything is possible. i have to see here if they play on Saturday. The Lightning play Saturday, the Ducks don't. Okay. All right, even better. So Vasiliski might not even play this game. So sitting here on a Wednesday, I would take the Ducks. But, you know, all these games on Friday, I'm not betting any of this shit right now. So at this point, I would lean Ducks based on what we know right now. Um, and based on what I just saw, that the Ducks played a damn good game in the Avs, They were the better team, actually. Uh, uh, they were able to neutralize the Avs offensive talent. There's no reason why they can't do the same against the Lightning. So at this point, I would take the Ducks as my first dog for Friday.
1: All right, moving. Are you sure you don't want to jump on the Yotes with us? You know, (laughs) the Desert Dogs are still available.
2: Nuts. Nuts, I
1: tell you. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot. Last game on the docket here on the Friday of the eight games. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. All right, I'm telling you boys right now. Seattle's going to be tired, man. They're going to be worn out for playing such a hard-fought battle and keeping the the under going the night before against the San Jose game. They're going to be sleepy. St. Louis is going to go in and just beat the fucking wheels off him. But give me St. Louis on the puck line here.
0: Yeah, I mean, Seattle's going to be back to back after their uh, their tough uh, water game against the Sharks. So <laughs> the Blues are going to go in there as as, as huge favorites. Seattle's one in five on no day's rest this season. So I, I can't see them getting it done against the Blues. The Blues will probably be huge favorites, but it'll be worth it to take them probably in regulation all their all their past uh seven wins in the past 10 games have all been in regulation so that's what i'll be looking for
2: yeah another chalky pick here you can only look the blues way uh the only way they lose this game is if they lose past or if they look past the kraken or if maybe the kraken lose bad to the sharks and they come up firing and and take on the blues here like uh that's gonna prove anything um yeah so if you like the blues, I recommend just betting it as soon as the line comes up because it's only gonna go one way boys uh yeah that completes my uh chalky Friday selections,
1: buddy, you said it right there you can never look past the crack. <laughs> 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 all right that covers our fuck me yeah that covers our thursday or friday slots we'll move into our uh standings for our little lock dog total competition joel you're still fucking reading this until it becomes close but i have to
2: <laughs> No, I'm, I'm taking charge of this till uh till we die all right so Talon, <laughs> he was the winner with minus 0. 0.4 units in the last uh episode brian it's Second place minus one point four (laughs) five units, and I came in last at minus one point nine units. You're fucking right, you did.
0: Wow, you suck, Joel.
2: (laughs) So the standings as of now. I'm catching up to you guys. Towns at minus ten point eleven in second place. Ryan's in first place at minus eleven point sixty five, and I'm way down at third place at plus five point four two units. So, uh, yeah, we got to get better. <laughs> I think as a team collectively we fucking
1: suck, but it's still early. I said it last show, man. We're the we're the St. Louis Blues, bro. We're heading into the all-star break. We're in last place. Doesn't fucking matter because we're winning the goddamn cup. And this is more so to you and me, Ryan. Like we're gonna kick this oh, guy's yeah. fucking teeth in. Don't
2: worry, bud. I'm your Bennington. I'm your Bennington.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You'll need me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. We'll jump into our locks, dogs and totals for this show. Uh, Ryan, kick us off here, bud. What do you got?
0: You know, I, I thought about changing my lockup throughout the show. There are a few different things I'm looking at. I was trying to do it on the fly, but I, I'm sticking with it.
1: The, the Vegas
0: Golden Knights minus one and a half, minus one fifty there against Montreal. They're they're at home. They're hungry. They're they're pissed off, but they're not pissy. So they're they're going to get the win there <laughs> against Montreal, who's somehow one last time gave up fifty one shots. They're they're not going to do the same thing in Vegas. For my dog, I have the Kings at plus 165. I think that's a good price against the Avalanche. Avalanche had that hard, hard fought win in Anaheim on Wednesday. Going to be a back to back for them. I feel like that's a, a good price for a Kings team that's playing really well right now. Then my total, I'm going to kind of got kind of cheeky here. I have the Panthers, Oilers first period over two at plus 100. Both those teams is very, very high scoring, especially in the first period. So I feel like that's something that's going to, going to come through for me.
2: For myself, I know uh, I, I got to get back to basics here with the lock, and that's the Bruins. I can pick every Bruins game right, so that's why I'm going with them. At minus 150, they're a better team than the Capitals, especially at home. Uh, they're going to be feisty after that loss of the Canes, so they're going to be mad as hell. And a dog will be uh, the Panthers' puck line, minus 1.5 at plus 150, because they're going to destroy the Oilers. They're a horrible team right now, and until they change some things up dramatically, that Will not be anything but the case. So uh, give me the Panthers there on the puck line. My total, you know, I was flirting with an under. I was flirting with the Penguin Sens under six of plus 105. But every time I pick a goddamn under, it does not come through. So I'm going to go with the (laughs) Dallas team total over three and a half. Even at a plus price, I trust it better than a damn under. (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah over three and a half for the stars against the Sabers at 125 would be my total
1: i would say i love that dog dude. florida minus one and a half paying off plus 150 like i think everybody should be jumping on that uh for myself for my lock i got nashville money line versus winnipeg at minus 140 we talked about it a bit earlier i love the preds at home uh it's a crazy building to play in nashville's been looking pretty good and eh, winnipeg's winnipeg man um I thought they had a couple guys in the lineup and I was informed that they do not have such guys I listed. So I just fucking love it even more, dude. Give me Nashville on the money line minus one forty for my dog. Columbus money line versus Philly plus one ten. Kind of a shit game. Two shit teams going at it. I can see uh, I can see Columbus kind of squeaking out a nice little win here. at Plus one ten against the nine in a row lost Flyers. And then for my total, uh, I switched it up and I had something different. Uh, my fish comment I made earlier made me switch it so <laughs> I'm moving to Boston Washington over 5.5 at minus 120 based on everything we said earlier last time these games or teams played it was what 7-2 7-3 final or some shit like that Um Boston's going to be licking their chops to get some goals after that kind of shitty performance against Carolina and uh, Alex Ovechkin that's all you can say you know so the over at 5.5 here minus 120 I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy with that alright gentlemen that uh that pretty much covers everything we got for, uh, for this show here. All of everybody that's, uh, chilling, tuning in here, go check out the sports gambling podcast. now. wait, 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 that... wait, wait. wait, Totally, wait. what do you got?
2: We need to have a kind of a consensus parlay, don't we?
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah. What's what? our parlay? Uh, I,
0: I guess the Bruins would be one. They, they'd be a part of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have to Panthers.
0: Panthers. I would think. Hmm. <laughs> Bruins, Panthers, Knights, puck line, throughout, throughout like that. Take yeah. Three chalky favorites there. Just go out on a limb.
2: I yeah, do. The like dog's that. been killing it lately, so it's time to get back to the the chalk. Do
0: we like, like, all like the Sharks? Minus 105?
1: Yep. Give some yep. value we there. We talked about that. We are pretty happy with that, too. I think that's it. Some combination of those four yeah. games, man.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll win at least
1: three, I think. We have to. If you want to find the official parlay, it'll be posted in the Slack. Yeah. carry on (laughs) (laughs) go check out the sports Gambling podcast network website that's the place to be for everything you know college hoops uh, NBA football playoffs which I'm so fucking excited for Uh, hockey big ass golf tournament kicking off fucking everything's there man so go check it out win some money good insight and check out some of the other shows dude Ryan brought it up the NBA show we had a pretty good run the other day Uh, the golf shows have been always a blast to watch you know there's some good stuff on the network pretty happy to be a part of it and as well join the goddamn fucking slap group the sports gambling podcast network slap channel is such a fucking blast if you're getting the hockey group we're always bouncing shit you know we're having fun if it's your first time listening to this show and you're like oh i don't you know i don't really watch a lot of hockey but you know maybe i'm gonna try gambling on it you have to join that fucking group we have such a fucking fun time picks are flying left right and center joel's talking shit ryan's throwing fucking first period overs <laughs> and unders and overs and shit and I'll throw in some KHL bets or some stupid fucking face off bets that don't hit. Join the fucking Slack group. That's the blast, man. That's the place to be for sure.
0: Yeah. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, not just the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. If you're listening on that, you can find the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Uh, follow, subscribe, leave us a rating and review.
1: Right on, guys. I am Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me under the sea,
2: betting unders.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. I'm
2: Joel Mine. You can find me still trying to figure out how the water is somehow more specific than the ocean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> science, buddy. It's fucking science. Okay. Geography. Hey. <laughs> we mm-hmm.